ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் ஆஃப்ரிங் மோஸ்ட் ஹம்பிள் பிரணாம்ஸ் அட் த டிவைன் லோட்டஸ் ஸ்வீட் ஆஃப் அவர் எவர் ப்ரெசென்ட் லாட் இன் வோக்கிங் பகவான்ஸ் பெனடிக்ஷன் ஃபார் டுடே செஷன் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் மை லவிங் சாய்ராம் டு ஆல் ஆஃப் யூ ஓம் சஹனாவது சஹனவு புனக்து சக வீரியங்கரவாபகை தேஜஸ்வினாவதீதமஸ்துமாவிஷாவஹைஸ்வராபணமஸ்தோச்சரம் தமோச்சரம் கோவிந்தம் பரமானந்தம் சத்குரும் பிரணதோஸ்மியம் இன் அவர் ஸ்டடி ஆஃப் விவேக சூடாமணி லாஸ்ட் வீக் வி சா இன் டீடெயில் த டிஸ்கிரிப்ஷன் ஆஃப் தி குரூஸ் பாடி தி வெரி பர்பஸ் ஆஃப் டிஸ்கிரைபிங் தி வேரியஸ் கம்போனன்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் த பாடி அண்ட் தேர் ஃபங்க்ஷன் இன் டீடெயில் இஸ் that a seeker by studying this can develop udasina bhava towards the gross body which is jada inert or insentient udasina means vut asina vut is above at a higher level asina to be seated it means all this knowledge of the gross body must help us to rise above the bodily afflictions to rise above the attachment to body and identification with the body and that is the very purpose why such a detailed description has been given in several verses by the author and now the author goes on to speak about the subtle body so we shall see verse number 92 buddhi indriyani shravanam tvagakshi ghranancha jihva vishayava bodhanat vakpani pada gudamapyupasthaha karmendriyani pravanena karmasu so here the guru enumerates the five gnanendriyas the five senses of knowledge and the five karmendriyas the five senses of action he says the buddhi indriyani that is the senses of knowledge what are they he names them shravanam ears that is the faculty of listening tvak skin for the sense of touch akshi the eyes for the purpose of seeing ghranam the sense of smell through the nose and jihwa the tongue for the purpose of taste vishaya avabodhanat these are the five organs of knowledge which help us to gain vishaya means the objects the stimuli that is the objects of the external world so these are the organs which help us to gain knowledge of objects of the world 
Vishaya Avabodhana. Then he says, walk, that is the faculty of speech, again through the tongue, pawning, the organs of grasping, hands, pada, the legs, the organs of locomotion, gudam, the anus for the purpose of excretion, and upasthaha, that is the organs of procreation, these are known as the karmendriyani. They are called the organs of action. And pravanena karmasu, because these are the organs, these the last named five organs are the ones which have a tendency to work, tendency to engage in action. That is why they are known as the motor organs or the organs of action. See, Viveka Chudamani, we should remember, is a Prakarana Grantha. Therefore, every point of the basics of Vedanta is exhaustively explained by the author in this text. And also, in this section of the text, as we can very clearly see, the Guru is listing the various components of Anatma or the non-self and that is why such a detailed explanation is there. So, these five Jnanendriyas, the senses of knowledge or the inlets that allow the stimuli to reach us and through these we perceive the world around us. And that is why they are known as the senses of cognition, perception or knowledge. See, the word that is mentioned by the author is Vishaya Avabodhanath. It means they give us the knowledge of the world. And he doesn't say Vishaya Bhoga. He doesn't say that they are for the enjoyment of the world. No, they are only there to give us the knowledge of the world. That is the purpose of these sense organs. And once the stimuli from the external world are received, we respond to them through our motor organs or the senses of action, which are also five in number and which are enumerated already. And these are known as the organs of action as our responses expressed at the body level or our own reactions to the stimuli that are received. And that is why they are known as the organs of function or action. When we study about these sense organs, and when we see the function of these organs in detail, the point that the author makes in the deeper meaning is, we should be able to regulate our senses. We should be able to even rest our senses uh, so that they get rejuvenated and they are utilized only for fruitful purposes and not for wasteful purposes. So, the need for sense control, sense regulation is the deeper meaning that we have to see in this detailed description of the organs of action and also the senses of knowledge as to how we can control them and use them for a higher purpose in our life is what is spoken about 
in the deeper meaning of these verses and now we shall see verse number 93 nigadyentah karanam manodhihi ahankritishchittamiti svavrittibhihi manastu sankalpa vikalpanaadibhihi buddhir padarthadhyavasaya dharmatah atraabhimanat ahamit मीन्स the author here enlists the various components of our antakarana he says swavritti bhi according to the function that they perform there are these four inner instruments in us they are manas the mind dhihi buddhi ahankriti ego then chitta that is memory see we should not have the impression that these are four parts of our antakarana it is the same inner instrument or equipment based upon the function that it performs it acquires four different names that is what antakarana is all about and then the author goes on to explain each of these one by one he says manastu sankalpa vikalpanaadhibhi so the mind is the seat of sankalpa vikalpa thoughts and counter thoughts it means there is so much of doubt hesitation in the mind and it is full of fluid thoughts which come and go and there are multiple such thoughts feelings and emotions in the mind then buddhihi padartha adhya vasaya dharmataha then the function of the intellect is determining the truth or the reality of things it means the buddhi is the seat of logic it is the seat of rational thinking objectivity and it also has the power of discrimination discernment that is what the buddhi is that is why it is the determining faculty which tries to see everything in the proper light and determines the truth of everything then comes atra abhimanat ahamitya ahankritihi then there is this ego ego is the identification with both of these the thoughts that are there in the mind and also the emotions in the mantah karana and the ego identifies with all of them it means aham karomi i am acting i am thinking i am doing i am enjoying this identification is known as the ego then sva artha anusandhana gunena chittam then there is this chitta the memory which has the function of constantly illumining the things of its interest swa artha 
it means it is capable of recalling the events of interest from memory that is what the chitta does and a detailed description is given here so that we will know how to use these four aspects of antahkarana for our benefit for the benefit of a seeker since the mind as it is mentioned here is always dilly dallying it is always wavering and it is also of wandering nature even in one place it is restless and it also wanders from thought to thought emotions to emotions and feelings and that is why the mind should always come under the control of the determining or the decisive faculty in us that is buddhi this is what yoga is all about uniting or aligning our mind in decisive mind with the decisive buddhi and deriving counsel from this intellect buddhi which is capable of discrimination viveka discernment is what is needed for a sadhaka so the mind should not follow the whims and fancies of the senses but it should always align with the buddhi and take directives from the buddhi that is the point that is made here and then the sense of identification the sense of doership kartritva that i am this i am doing is this ego or ahankara in us and then the author speaks about the chitta the silo of memory the memory is of two types functional memory and psychological memory the very purpose of understanding this chitta is that we should not constantly live in the regrets of the past collecting the things from this chitta or memory which easily can recall all the things of all the memories of the past but a sadhaka should be able to learn lessons from the past and he must learn to move ahead in life so that his past doesn't interfere the functioning of his functioning in the present so that we are able to live in the present moment is what we learn from the memory so the functional memory is to be utilized for the purpose of our sadhana but not the psychological memory so that we become a victim of the past that should not be done that is the reason why the author in detail enlists the functions of various components of antahkarana when we study the function of ahankara or ego the point for a sadhaka is to realize that he is just an instrument in the hands of the divine and this humility should be there in him and he must allow the divine plan to unfold through him and he should not entertain doership so he should have an altar to surrender his ego and this altar can be the altar of the divine or even a higher goal where his ego surrenders and he doesn't entertain the kartritva bhava or the doership and that is why we must be aware of this aspect of antahkarana so this entire antahkarana when we study the functions of it 
it must help us to evolve higher in our spiritual journey and not to get attached to the things of the world and that is what is the purpose and now we shall see verse number 95 here again the other components of the subtle body the five pranas the five vital aids are enlisted so the author says prana pana vyano dana samana bhavatyasya pranaha svayameva vritti bedat kritihi bedat suvarna saliladivat so the five pranas the prana apana vyana udana samana the five vital airs are first listed by the author and he says bhavatyasau pranaha it is the one and the same prana that becomes these five various aspects namely prana apana vyana udana samana according to the function that it performs and according to modifications vayameva vritti bedat so according to the modifications that it undergoes and according to the functions that it performs it becomes the five different types of prana as we have studied in tatva bodha also the function of prana is perception apana is for the function of excretion vyana is for digestion samana for circulation and udana is for the sake of thinking of the thoughts in the mind so this five prana which are present in the pranamaya kosha is the fuel for the engine of the gross body the gross body is able to function well because of these pranas so prana is the vital life energy and it is also the rope that connects the gross physical body with the subtle body and as we can see in this verse this pranas also are responsible for various physiological functions in the body they keep the physical body healthy and they also keep the subtle body that is the mind healthy and this is the function of the prana so it is very important for a sadhaka to conserve this pranic energy so that the body is maintained in a very healthy condition to undertake sadhana and also the mind remains in a state of quietude silence and the mind is calm so that the sadhaka is able to meditate easily that is what a sadhaka should do he should learn how to regulate his prana and also how to control the pranas and how to keep it and how to conserve this prana that is why even in yogic science this prana is given so much importance and there are various techniques of pranayama that are prescribed for a sadhaka which will not only regulate the prana but they will also calm down the mind they of they will also bring down the number of thoughts 
in the mind and the mind settles down that is the importance of pranayama see even when we see from the standpoint of gnana yoga for a seeker when the mind is in a quiet state he is able to undertake shravana manana nididhyasana so pranas are important even for a seeker who is pursuing this gnana marga or the path of wisdom even in bhakti yoga we need the regulation of this prana because a mind that is scattered in the world has to be collected and it must be made to focus on the divine for which we need to conserve this pranic energy even for a karma yogi to act with dynamism in the world this body has to be in a good condition for which the conservation of the prana is essential this conserving the prana depends upon various things like the food that we eat and also the pranayama techniques are there for the regulation of the prana and conserving the prana and this is the importance of pranamaya kosha which is a component of the subtle body for a seeker and then in the coming verses the author explains to us about the various components of the subtle body in further detail vagaadi pancha shravanaadi pancha pranaadi pancha bhramukhani pancha buddhyaadhya vidyaapi cha kama karmani puriyashtakam sukshma sharira mahuhu so what are the components of the sukshma sharira the subtle body the author says vagaadi pancha the five organs of action that is karmendriyas then shravanaadi pancha the five organs of perception or knowledge the gnanendriyas pranaadi pancha bhramukani pancha it means the five vital airs the five pranas and the five elements starting with space that is what he says then buddhi aadi avidyapicha kama karmani buddhi here the buddhi is the representative of the antahkarana so he mentions about the discriminative intellect the buddhi and avidya apicha kama karmani the cycle of avidya ignorance kama desire karma action so in total we have these eight components so these are the eight cities the author says puriyashtaka means eight cities which together constitute the subtle body so again all the components of the subtle body are enlisted in this verse see the avidya kama karma the ignorance is always there in our mind so the knowledge also has to be brought in the mind therefore this ignorance leading to desire which leads to action the avidya kama karma that complex is mentioned as a part of the subtle body in this verse along with the five gnanendriyas the five karmendriyas the pancha pranas and the pancha mahabhutas together making up for 
eight cities which form the subtle body that is what is mentioned in this verse idam shariram shrunu sukshma sangitam lingam tvapanchikrita bhuta sambhavam savasanam karma phalanubhavakam Here, the subtle body is spoken about in further detail as I said. He calls it Linga Shariram. The subtle body is also known as the Linga Sharira. Shrunu, O disciple, listen carefully to this, what I am going to tell you now. The subtle body which is also called as the Linga Sharira. See the word Linga means a sign or an indication. So Linga means a sign or indication. So it means that the gross body which is inert or Jada is alive because of this subtle body. That is the point that is made here when the subtle body is referred to as Linga Sharira. So the sign of life in the body is because of this subtle body that is why it is called Linga Sharira. Linga also means knowledge. It means we gain the knowledge of the world through the various components of this subtle body. That is why also the subtle body, the Sukshma Sharira is referred to as the Linga Sharira. If the subtle body is not there, it is not possible for the physical body to experience the world, to gain knowledge from the world. That is why we say, what the mind does not know, the eyes cannot see. The various Jnanendriyas, the senses of perception are able to function only because of their connection with the mind and only because of the light that is derived from the mind. That is why the subtle body is known as Linga Sharira because it is the sign of life, it is the sign of knowledge and it is also the sign of action. That is why it is called Linga Sharira. And then he says, Sa Vasanam Karma Phalanu Bhavakam. And also, this subtle body has these Vasanas or inclinations. The Vasana here is not used in the meaning of our deep seated Vasanas or Samskaras which are present in the causal body. No, here. Vasana means the inclinations which are formed in our mind in, in the course of our day-to-day -day interaction with the world. So, these impressions in the mind are referred to as Vasanas. So, Sa Vasanam, it is full of these inclinations and Karma Phalanu Bhavakam and therefore, it causes the individual to experience the fruits of his past actions. So, it is in the mind that the fruits of our past action, either enjoyment or suffering are experienced. That is the point that is made here. It is the subtle body which brings about, which experiences all the experiences which are the result of our own past 
ಆಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ವ ಅಜ್ಞಾನತೋ ಅನಾದಿ ರೂಪಾಧಿ ರಾತ್ಮನಃ ಅನಾದಿ ಉಪಾಧಿ ರಾತ್ಮನಃ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸಟಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಉಪಾಧಿ ಉಪಾಧಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಕಂಡೀಷನಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಟೈಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಂಡೀಷನಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ಲೆಸ್ ಕಂಡೀಷನಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವ ಅಜ್ಞಾನಾತ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ದ ಕಂಡೀಷನಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸಟಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ದಟ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸಟಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಬೈ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ದ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ದ ಸೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವರ್ ಟ್ರೂ ನೇಚರ್ ವಿ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ಹೂ ವಿ ಟ್ರೂಲಿ ಆರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸಟಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಆರ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಡೈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಗ್ರೋಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಆರ್ ದ ಫಿಸಿಕಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ದಟ್ ಡ್ರಾಪ್ಸ್ ಡೆಡ್ but it is this subtle body along with the mind the intellect the ahankara chitta and also the various impressions this is what migrates to take up another body so all the thoughts our tendencies in the mind all of them will continue with us in our future lives also it is only the gross body the sthula sharira that drops dead when a person dice that is the deeper meaning of studying the various components and the functions of this subtle body so we shall stop here today and i will conclude with the shanti mantra om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ತತ್ಸ್ರೀ ಸಾಯೀಶ್ವರಾರ್ಪಣಮಸ್ತು ಐ ಆಮ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಟು ಭಗವಾನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೈ ಗ್ರಾಟಿಟ್ಯೂಡ್ ಟು ಶ್ರೀ ಸತ್ಯ ಸಾಯಿ ಮೀಡಿಯಾ ಸೆಂಟರ್ ಆ್